0: Motherfucking D-Day, this is Normandy
1: (laughs) Oh, hands on deck
0: (laughs) And with that, I'd like to welcome you all to the Broski Doodles Podcast This is where the wet noodles get together and do their damn thing It's Kiko Flow in the motherfucking building DJ BJ, the darkest DJ in all of the motherfucking underworld Have you been in a place with music, techno-ish You're doing some sort of substance that nobody really knows about Because it's some like new age shit And you feel lost, but at the same time you feel warmed in your heart you might be in a dj bj concert have you, have you ever been the fuck out have you ever been to
1: the bathroom and you feel like you're inside of the subwoofer and it's like tickling your your butthole every every beat boom 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 That's i DJ have DJ. i have
0: i have been i have been there <laughs> and indeed it was dj B J. when i looked at the dj boom <laughs> hey, hey, when i look when i looked at i'm like well, who's causing this right now and i looked at the dj booth. Mm-hmm. dj bj was there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My motherfucking boy, and I'm so happy to have you guys here. Thank you for tuning in. Comment the motherfucking thing, like it, subscribe to the channel. We're live on on iTunes, on Spotify. You can pirate this thing. You can go to you can download Napster and download the episodes. I swear no, to well, God,
1: I, I tried that, I tried Napster, but it wasn't there. It was on LimeWire.
0: LimeWire or BearShare. You can you can get Bear this podcast. Shirt.
1: Oh my god, you can god. get this
0: podcast everywhere. I'm ta- I'm telling ta- like you can get this shit. I don't know if like for the people in South America, if you're in traffic there's gonna be some ethnic guy come next to you sell you cds with the latest brusky doodles episodes that's insane
1: but in spanish Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) that's how you know it's a knockoff
0: (laughs) so all i'm saying is subscribe to the thing it's easier to do that but you could you could go the illegal way yeah, yeah. And I mean, we're cool with it. I mean, it's not like Metallica back in the day yeah. when like Napster came in. They're like, oh, we don't want we don't want them stealing our music. Like, we don't give a fuck. We can steal it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Bad press is still good press. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Bro, I wanted to speak to you about some crazy <laughs> shit that I've been thinking about. Oof. I'm going to tell you guys today the most dangerous drug I've ever done.
1: Dun, dun, dun. Bam,
0: bam, bam. <laughs> Before I tell you what it is. Heroin. What? I, I, I you will know, honestly ask you, DJ. When I say that, what like what drugs come to mind?
1: For sure. I mean, heroin, uh, black tar heroin. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Uh, LSD is, is, is could be a dangerous drug as well, depending on how much you take. Um, let's see, uh, uh, like the the ones that they're harvested from animals. You know, like, like the licking of the frog. Mm. Uh, the, probably um, stuff, stuff like that. I but mean, are those, know. like,
0: dangerous because of, like, the interaction I could have with the animal? Like, a motherfucker could, like... Or are you saying just because, like, it's uh, psychedelic, it could take you to levels where, like, it could get take confusing.
1: It, it could take you to levels that okay. n- aren't supposed to be reached by human beings.
0: No, that's fair. I mean, when, when somebody talks to you about, like the, danger, like, the most dangerous drug they've done, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking heroin. I'm thinking crack, right? I'm thinking ayahuasca. I'm okay. thinking el yopo, which is a drug that the Native Americans in Venezuela do in Venezuela, <laughs> and it's straight up ayahuasca like DMT, but powder form. You sniff mm. it. El yopo. So
1: we have to we have to kind of like distinguish the dangerous. Is it dangerous to your health, or well, is it dangerous to your to your self being? You know,
0: I'm not a scientist. I'm not gonna come here like define terms and shit. I'm just vaguely gonna say I'm gonna tell you about the most dangerous drug I've ever done, and I will eventually get to the point of why I feel it is the most dangerous drug. For now, your only job is to sort of assume and think, okay, what could be that dangerous drug using what you would consider to be dangerous?
1: Another another drug that's, that's pretty common in, in South America is sniffing glue. Sniffing
0: glue. That's shoe glue.
1: Shoe glue. For the
0: uh, the connoisseurs out there, don't don't be getting some like white um, glue for, you know, from your kids' projects and shit. It has to be legit shoe glue. To in, do the in, trick.
1: in Colombia they call it uh bazooko.
0: El basuco I
1: don't know if they call it like that anymore. I've Just...
0: heard of basuco, but I think that's a different thing. But maybe I'm yep. wrong. I think basuco is actually like what's left after crack. Or maybe that's el paco. But anyways, you got many different things you could think about, right? Like okay, that could be very dangerous.
1: Mm-hmm. The
0: most dangerous mm-hmm. drug I've ever done is called Adderall.
1: What?
0: Slash Ritalin. Those are its pharmacy names.
1: Mm-hmm. hmm
0: Ph- Essentially, uh, really put what we're talking about here is methamphetamine, uh,
1: a pharmaceutical.
0: Right. I mean, like Ritalin and Adderall are the pharmaceutical forms of it, but we're literally speaking about straight up methamphetamines. Met. It's meth. Right. It's meth. Just like, <clears throat> yeah. just like, hmm. you know, um, hydrocodone, uh, Percocet. Uh, well, you know, well, all well, that shit is straight up synthetic heroin. This that I'm talking about, meth, uh, Adderall, shit, it's, it's just meth, right? It's methamphetamines. I don't really know what family it is from. I don't think, I don't know if it's connected to cocaine, but it is a stimulant. They say mm-hmm. that, uh, uh, Hitler was addicted to it. And let me tell you why this shit was, was dangerous, right? And very, and to me, scary. And I'm gonna tell you the mm-hmm. story. I've been living in Madrid for almost eight years now. And a few years back, some friends from Miami came to visit. And, you know, we're all cool, we're drinking, uh, you know, wacky tabaki, just chilling, right? Maybe a little vino, maybe a little wine from the lands near. And one of my boys, he has ADHD, right? Which I think everybody has, like attention deficit disorder. Like nobody can fucking pay attention to anything anymore. I mean, if you listen to this podcast on a weekly basis, you're like one of a kind. Because today uh-huh. people cannot watch anything for more than 20 seconds, right?
1: Mm. So Definitely. this
0: guy had HDHD, and so he had prescribed <laughs> Adderall or Ritalin. It was one of the two. But the same, same difference. Same, same thing, right? When, when he leaves back to the U.S., I'm like, yo, what, what's up with those pills? Like, what is that? Like, how, what does that do to you? You take that every day? He's like, yeah, I take that every day. It makes me focus. It makes me, you know. I'm like, all right. And he's like, here, you want to try it? He leaves me one pill. And he says, try half one day, half the other. So I take half and I go to work. And at the time I was working at this place that was like handling visas and shit. Like it was some like mad boring job. And I remember that day I went to work and I wanted to work. Like every day I went and I did my job, but this day I loved it. It doesn't matter how like simple, how <laughs> stupid it was. like. I went in there and I wanted to do the best of it. And I actually cared to do it. Like, I wasn't lazy about it. Like, I wanted to do it. Like, I am like, okay, what else can I do to maximize my time and like things. And, and it was like a magical thing. M- maybe to me it was more magical because I just, I just feel like I have like this lazy personality. It's just <laughs> hard for me to like get with it. And this shit just made me, I felt like fucking Bradley Cooper in Limitless. I swear to God, bro. Except I was filing like reports on some boring ass office. I wasn't like in, you know, some technology company making millions and, you know, with whatever girl. Like, but I still felt like amazing. The next day I took the other half, I went to work, same shit. It was power. I was like, this wasn't recreational. I wasn't having fun per se. I just was feeling good about being productive and 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 enjoying my life and making sure that every second of it i did the right things to make my life better and identifying what are the things you need to do to make your life better is not that hard i think you and me and most people know that like you know Like, okay, what are the things I need to eat better? I need to exercise and I need to read one hour a day these books that I bought and I need to dedicate to these projects that I have this much time every day. We kind of have figured out what it is and we've identified what it is that we need to become better in life. It's just actioning those things and doing them. And this Adderall, Ritalin, whatever the fuck, methamphetamine shit, made me want to do all those things. Like, if I had this pill continuously, I think I, I would right now... I'll be like fighting Elon Musk on a UFC match. (laughs) Now, I later on found out things about this. I saw a documentary and I heard a a comedian, Jay Moore's story. He was addicted to these things to the point where he would crush them and sniff them Mm -hmm. and he had to get an intervention. And then I understood also what it does to your body and how it drains you of other shit so that in your normal life when you do get rewards for doing things and accomplishing shit in life, it doesn't tick as good because you've drained it somewhere else. So, you know, it's it's too good to be true, right? So, right, right, right. But it was so dangerous to me because I felt like, I'm not, a, I, don't, I don't think I'm addicted to anything, but this day I'm like, I would do this every day. Like, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you take the thing that makes you do the shit you know you need to do, but you don't do? This is not, oh, I'm taking this because I'm going to feel woozy and I'm going to feel high. Ah, no, no, no. I'm going to feel like I, I need to do the right shit to make my life better. That's why I felt it was the most dangerous drug I've ever tried. What do you think?
1: <coughs> it's, a, it's an interesting take that you, the, the, the danger isn't in, in the drug doing anything to you, but the danger is, is you being hooked to the feeling that this drug gives you, and perpetually just being on it 24-7, 365.
0: Yeah, but, but you know what's crazy? Like, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of drugs that people get hooked on because of the feeling, but this went a little farther. This went into your, like your life goals. Like, isn't it weird? Because you wouldn't really relate <laughs> a drug to helping you accomplish your goals. Normally, it drags you. Anything you do, like tobacco, alcohol, weed anything like drugs drag you and make it harder like any substance that you run makes it harder except,
1: except and, for co- cocaine that makes you feel like you can <laughs> take over the world <laughs> but right?
0: but 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 it's an like, illusion
1: right it is a, a, with, it, it, with it, this
0: adderall ritalin i mean unless somebody if somebody is like has this shit prescribed like please leave comments but i think with this you know you're clear like what, what, what you're doing you're clear on it like it's not like a delusion where you're coked up and you're fucking bro we're gonna get an apartment together and we're gonna make a business no like this <laughs> we're gonna go we're gonna go fight some sharks <laughs> no it's, it's not like that <laughs> right right i i just feel like i never thought a drug could be something that makes you do the right things And I'm like, yeah, like this is the the most dangerous thing because you're hooked on it. Now, it's not dangerous just because I'm hooked on it. Like if I'm doing a thing every day and it doesn't hurt me and it only makes me accomplish the things that I need to do, then it's not a problem. The problem comes with the fact that this shit fucks up something in the biology of your body for all those days that is giving you an extra boost in ambition and an extra boost in, like isn't it funny how biology doesn't give you a free lunch like whenever we find something that helps you in some way it fucks something up you know like this is the same thing with like uh, if you're hooked to like opioids right mm-hmm. like eventually like If you're too hooked on them, like you, start, you stop feeling shit on other ways. Like If you take too much ecstasy, eventually you can't feel happiness. If you take too many Xanax, eventually you're just too anxious and even the Xanax cannot take it anymore. It's almost like whenever we find something that fixes us, it's not really a fix. And I think that's where the shit can get scary, mm-hmm. right? When you think something can fix you. That isn't within but, yourself.
1: When well, you think something's helping you, but it's not really. Like, like take 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 the example of, of Percocet, um, like an opioid. They're designed for people that that have uh, <coughs> injuries that are very severe to relieve the pain. But what's happening when when you do that is that you're you're cutting you're cutting off the the brain the the pain sensor, right? You're blocking it. You're blocking the uptake of the of the pain sensor. So then your body thinks, Oh, you don't feel pain. So that means that, uh, that everything's fine. Let me not send anybody to go repair what's broken. Mm. So you end up having this broken bone or this broken, this torn muscle. It's, it's, uh, it's not repairing at the same rate because you're telling your body, no, don't, don't feel pain.
0: Oh, the, fuck I didn't even think about it like that
1: yeah so like, like it's the, almost like
0: like no like your body needs to feel the right yeah. amount of pain so that it can provide the right um,
1: support, support uh, like to fix it
0: to right. fix the problem like, like if you make your body think there's no pain the motherfuckers that need to go fix it they're like oh no we're good
1: and then you start using that the same arm or that same leg normally like if it's no pain but you're fucking it up more because it's not right. repairing
0: wow wow that's crazy I, I just think that, you know, and this is why life is hard because everything I feel like whenever there's like confusing shit in life and hard conflict, it all goes down to the same thing, which is finding the right peace within you. And the more you look outward, the more you're going to fuck up, you know? And I really want people that maybe are prescribed to Ritalin and Adderall. Like, tell me your experience. Maybe this really does help you. Like, I'm not saying this doesn't have value. Like, I mean, believe me, it, if it made me enjoy one of the shittiest jobs I had in my life, like, <laughs> it, it it has to have some magic.
1: No, no, I, I definitely also tried Adderall um, back when I was in, in college. Almost towards the end, really, I, I didn't I didn't try it in the beginning. Maybe when I tried it in the beginning, it would have been a different story. But towards the end, then I saw how... Like it gives you hyper focus. like super this is actually focused. very
0: interesting. I want I want you your your testimony on this because <laughs> this is the other thing I hear and well this is for real like it's a fact. a lot of students use this. like in college, this is mm-hmm. a very used drug mm-hmm. because it helps students study and focus on the shit. What was your experience with it regarding yeah, schooling and and, and like reading and and just preparing for school? like how did it help you?
1: To, it gave you a, a temporary uh super boost uh to so okay i would say that if you have a lot of like work to get accomplished that maybe it's not necessarily detail oriented it's just like let's say busy work that things need, just need to be done this is this is very helpful because it will help you do it quickly uh and and efficiently I I feel that maybe if if the the task now calls for detail, for something that you need to focus on, something that you need to review and change and 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 like actually fo- like look into it, I don't know if you would be able to accomplish it with the same level.
0: Well, I actually felt exactly the opposite. Like I felt that it gave me the ability to focus on thing
1: uh-huh. on things,
0: and I think that's the big lack. Oh. That we all have, like not or being like, able maybe, to. Focus. Maybe, okay,
1: well, the focus, okay. What about what about retention? Like, do you remember
0: what you did mm, okay, in during so that state? Okay, so that's another thing. That's what, okay, that's what so, I meant. Okay, not, so that's not, another not the thing. Focus, but, but I, re- I don't like, remember if, if I remembered if the stuff that happened, but. If you're I get studying what
1: you mean. for like a test and you're on Ritalin, will you remember it mm. when you're
0: off of it? Mm, okay, that could be yeah. something. That could be something, right? But you could focus and like write a book
1: oh yeah it. yeah yeah exactly you can focus and then do like a 20 page <clears throat> 20 page essay and uh, finish it yeah totally 100 go for
0: it right and then tomorrow they ask you about it like i don't know what the fuck happened what did i write you know <laughs> I, like, yeah. I blacked out
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you're like just like a, like a spirit enters you and just takes over and yeah. shit.
0: but its not isn't there like this this like this taste of magic when you think about what this could do but also the scary that it could be because if it makes your life more efficient, why wouldn't you take it every day? You feel me? Like that's what makes it very scary. Because like what? you, you could you could very well make an argument like, oh, you should stop doing heroin because it's fucking up your veins mm-hmm. and your body, and you're gonna get AIDS. like like there's arguments to all the other things that you could do, but on this one, the argument is actually on the other side. We're like, hey, this is gonna make you do all the goals what? that you have.
1: The, well, this is <clears throat> this is where I guess we we have a disconnect because. Did you feel any any physiological changes as a result of taking this?
0: This is, this is the thing, right? I also, I'm talking through the gla- through, through the glass that I saw it through, right? Which is uh-huh. two days trying it. I, I don't, I don't, I didn't get the long term effects. So that's what the part that I don't know. Did no, you I'm try ask- I'm for for? I'm long asking period? you.
1: No, I only tried it. I only tried it twice. Mm.
0: Yeah, same I, here. I, I only tried it twice, and I I never felt any negative uh, nothing effects. No.
1: The day after the same day, nothing no well me personally i i I experienced that I was that I felt colder so colder. that like my I feel like maybe like the blood is flowing uh quicker and it's well, you focusing, felt colder while on it right while mm-hmm. on it like that, that's when I knew that it was hitting because my fingertips were colder. Mm. My 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 toes felt colder. Uh, my my extremities were colder because I feel like the blood's probably like rushing towards like the vital organs and the, and I d- the brain. I did
0: I did feel more edgy. Uh huh. So I did feel like I wouldn't say agitated,
1: uh-huh. but
0: sharp and edgy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking if you start liking this shit, then you might start taking more. And if you take enough, you'll get jittery. Like there's videos of Hitler like watching the Olympics, jittering like this. And they say that it was because he was like addicted to methamphetamines. And, and I mean, if you're, if if you're gonna, if you're gonna do a war and by, (laughs) and and while you're at it, make it the greatest war of all, right? Oh,
1: fuck. This explains a lot.
0: (laughs) You you might want to take the thing that makes you execute every plan to, I mean, it makes sense now. Doesn't it make sense? And, and and then like when you when you
1: see the, the actors that portray Hitlers in the movies and they're all jittery as fuck, I'm like, wow, why is this guy so jittery and shit, you know? I like, mean he's very like with, like the, the movements are like you know very like sharp, like tch, tch, tch. And And mm-hmm. as he gets
0: worse, I mean you could see how like your body gets fucked up from it. And then mm-hmm. eventually I guess you lose your own like like mind. But mm-hmm. uh with, with Hitler, do you think that in a way the Allies didn't have a chance because this motherfucker was high on methamphetamine. <laughs> like it was almost like this guy was on superpower.
1: Like the the I think we wouldn't have had a chance if he then gave it to his soldiers. Like all right, <laughs> give it to everybody. Fuck this shit. We're going all in.
0: <laughs> I think he, he would did. Have been fucked. <laughs> no, no, oh, I yeah? think I think I think he gave him yo. I think he gave him the shit. Like that's why the motherfuckers were like badass about it.
1: And they and they didn't give a fuck and they got stabbed and they would just keep going and... Damn, to- I mean...
0: Today I just saw... Right before recording this podcast, I saw this uh, Dutch movie about Anne Frank's best friend who was uh-huh. also in the... in the... Um, in the camp and she mm-hmm. actually made it alive, which is a whole movie. I'm like, how the fuck do they know about this story? And then at the end she, she lived. I'm like, oh, okay, because how would it was would, you know they wouldn't there's, happen, no no, yeah, yeah. there's no way there's no way because they're they talking about like when Anne Frank was already in the camp and she didn't have the diary there no um, the diary
1: was in the was in the house huh? yeah
0: it's crazy they lived two years in the house and then they got caught that's fucked like imagine like being
1: so close to like but like two years inside of a house like not inside of a
0: house like in the inner walls of the house yeah yeah that's a crazy story and it's a great it's a crazy story because because it depicts what so many people live through, like even though it's just her, she is multiplied by all the people that live through that shit um I always found it interesting that in the u s you get taught about the Holocaust and about the Nazis very early, and they fucking drill it in you, and I think that's like one of the good things about the educational system there's many things that we can critique. But that's one thing that i fucking love well, well, because well, i think it's important to yeah
1: to re- to revisit history well what uh what do you mean by early
0: well like i don't remember exactly like, but maybe like yeah like, like six seven, six eight? six seven grade i was already yeah.
1: but then the, the, like a world history
0: yeah world history American i mean you, can, you kind of can't like Get around it, right? It's <laughs> sort of like a big chunk of of what happened, but yeah, I mean, Hitler was on that meth. I don't know if it was arrow or Redlin. but but yeah, math. that that that's my tale about the the most dangerous drug that I've taken, and I think I think it merits it merits that.
1: Now, nah, I mean, now now I have a better understanding of what, what you mean by
0: dangerous, right? Do, no. Would you agree or uh, um?
1: i i i could see myself uh engaging in in riddle like even to the point of even going to seek it from a doctor like that 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 was i think it was actually very helpful like the time that that i didn't take it yeah um it's just that i, I didn't like the feelings that i got personally mm-hmm.
0: yeah i mean i think it's better to just stay off it if possible because i do think i mean i'm almost certain that it has some negative effects Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, you almost kind of wanted to be like a perfect fix because, <laughs> like, you could have superhumans. I'm telling you, this shit was insane. And I only had a little bit of it. L- like, imagine, it like-, like, this is the shit, like, this is literally the shit that in, like, middle America, they're cooking in a lab and smoking, and it's, like, battery acid. Like, bro, I, like, you know, there's the videos of, like, guys running outside with their body cut off and their organs out and they're still walking like it's nothing. They're on meth. (laughs) Like, when you take this shit directly, I don't know if they inject it or smoke it in large amounts and not even the Ritalin version like the shit and to make it, bro, it's like some crazy shit. They go and get like, Afranafine, some like, like over the (laughs) counter medicine and then they put it in some battery acid with ether and that's why like, MedLab explode like the whole... Thing to make it is like crazy. But like the scariest drug addicts, like you see, like it's not even the crackheads or the no, it's like the mad heads when you like because they don't feel pain and they're superhuman. <laughs> it's it's crazy, but little amounts of it uh cures laziness. So who would have <laughs> this known?
1: This reminds me of like uh like the born supremacy or the born identity, mm-hmm. when like he's saying that his little drugs that help him like heal or help him like focus or help him do stuff. And like I could see, like, like, like a, a cocktail of of two or three different drugs mixed together and creating like a superhuman, even um, even as momentarily, like it was just for like, all right, you got an hour, you can fly, <laughs> or you can like jump from from car to car or some shit, or go at like fifty miles an hour running.
0: I mean, it would be nice, uh, although, yeah, I I do think that like, there's like this universal nature law where like no matter how much we get advanced with like technology there will never be a thing to fix the mental shit we got like for example like i'm not saying you know we got better with medicine and now we can cure the common flu and things that would kill you in the past Mm
1: -hmm. but
0: like you know we created for example like uh, analgesics right like Mm -hmm. ibuprofen right Mm -hmm. when you have a headache right even that which sounds very like Oh that's normal. In Spain, they don't like they, they it, to buy that shit over the counter is very restricted. You need to get like a prescription and all because they don't want the population over-medicating on ibuprofen for example and then later on they're like you need more. Analgesics, you feel me? Like, Mm -hmm. like you get, you get it. Like, um, what's it called when you get? Yeah,
1: you you build up a tolerance, and then you need something stronger. Yeah,
0: you build up a tolerance. Also, with um, like um, fuck, I can't remember the name. Like, just medicine in general. If you take it too much,
1: like like, uh, a painkiller. Yeah, like like, painkillers
0: and all that shit. So even uh, that, if you take it too much, even though like, oh, it's just gonna cure my headache. Yeah, it's better if your body takes it care naturally because if you take this your body eventually like when it really needs like let's say you're in an accident you know knock on wood and you need to get some like surgery done where they need to put anesthesia on you if you've taken this medication too long it, it, it might not work as good on you so it's crazy how nature you know like doesn't give you a free biology lunch you need to fix the things within you yourself and this is anxiety depression laziness everything and it's a hard road. And I think that's what the Broski doodles do. You know, we talk about this shit so that people can feel that it is normal to sometimes feel lost and feel anxious and feel depressed and, you know, crush a bunch of Adderall's and snort them on a Friday night. I mean, I'm gonna say <laughs> it could happen.
1: It could. It very well could.
0: Um, but, you know, you always can find a little bit of hope in that humans are imperfect and that we're all in this road together trucking and hopefully making it to the other side. With a smile and a little more grace. With that, we have a little conclusion to this episode. Tell me about the most dangerous drug you've tried. Tell me what you thought about it Do you think it's dangerous, or if you have this shit prescribed, what is your experience with it? It's like, Kiko, I'm the CEO of a fucking multi-million company. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So I take whatever I want. Uh, <laughs> I sniff I, five of these a day <laughs>
1: I, I created this shit
0: <laughs> um, But yeah uh, DJ BJ thanks a lot for joining bro Like every fucking it. weekend And for the guys gal- at home here. Peace